0: A show where we count things down from number five all the way to number one. And whether we like it or not, we're all getting older. Day by day, the inevitable creep to the long, long sleep. (laughs) And along the way, you're going to encounter some highs and you're going to encounter some lows. So here are our top five annoyances about getting older. Top five annoyances about getting older. Rodrigo, how about we start with you? Because whatever you say, I know Matthew and I are just going to go uh, nod and go, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. My number five is my number five annoyance about getting older is uh, your dance moves are dated. And if you try new dance moves, it doesn't look right.
0: Oh, I can yeah. I can get behind that.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like if I'm like, hey, kids, let me teach you the Tootsie Roll. Like, they're like, no, <laughs> man, we're all... I was I was gonna say we're all <laughs> flossing, but flossing itself is probably now too yeah. old. Well that's flossing is from twenty eighteen.
0: Yeah, yeah, my my uh oldest son went to his first uh like high school dance uh this past week with a with an actual date. And I was like, Well, do you got any questions? He's like, How do you dance? And I'm like Oh, son, step aside, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Let me show you. Um, and Let me uh, create
1: some memories for you.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Which it's interesting that you put that down as your number five, Rodrigo, because my number five is everything that you loved that was new is now considered classic or antique. Sure. Like, mm. hey, I really like this model of a car, this, uh, you know, this uh, 2000, even just a 2000 version of a yeah. car. And it's like, oh, yeah, that thing's considered an antique now. It's like, seriously? Oh, OK. Uh, well, you know, let me tell you about my favorite movie of all time. Back to the Future. Oh, man, that is an ancient movie. And it's yeah. like, ah oh, man, I remember when I remember going and seeing that in the theater
1: and loving it.
0: Uh, I'm going to take NATO. my
1: 2008. 2008- yaris to a car show
0: yeah yeah there you go now we've got a 2006 or yeah 2006 and it's just like oh my gosh people are like that's a collector's item it's like no it's not it's (laughs) it's, you know it's still new to me so anyway that's my number five everything that was new is now considered classic or antique matthew what do you have for your number
2: five my number five is not necessarily a problem about me getting old because i am, you know, an ageless Sprite. Um, literally, my hair is down to the back of my sh- middle of my back again. And, no, that's just the hair you know, growing on your back. Just kind that's of hopping around when you doing get my older. Thing. I'm kicking, I'm jumping, I'm doing my thing. You know, I'm flossing. <laughs> and Lately, I've been really addicted to the Starbucks uh, Macchiato, the Apple Crisp. But my number five in my day job comes up a lot. And it is something that drives me absolutely up the wall. And it is the fact that the Kansas dialect is horrific. And I feel myself doing it too. So this is technically part of the thing, but there are a few things in the Kansas dialects that are just awful. Our E's and our I's merge all together. Nobody knows how to pronounce things. There's an R and wash. But my number five is when people call me and say, yeah, I need you guys's office. The phrase you guys's just fills me with rage and it's always you know people who sound like our age or older Stephen, who say you guys can do you guys have no like no you remember no, you remember no, a
1: time when no one said you guys is that's right or you maybe what this they is said?
2: just what
0: did they they say? Just said
1: y'all yeah they said y'all sure
2: sure. y'all have this right and i'm like yeah but now they're like you guys is and i'm like i blame maybe there's just a off.
0: large maybe there's just a large migration of uh, people to kansas from New Jersey.
2: Mm-hmm. No, New Jersey people say "use" and yins, and that's actually getting up into Pennsylvania, the yinsers, but I don't know what it is, um, but I just have less tolerance for people calling me and saying stupid stuff. And I hate to say it, but as I get older, my blood pressure rises a little more in my you know, customer service role when people say these stupid, stupid things, and I just... I want to correct them, but I don't correct anybody in my workplace capacity. It is is—it is one of my rules, is don't correct anything that doesn't need to be corrected. So I just live with my number five, you guys's over there. And it's just, oh But I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And it makes me angry. And it's just a minor annoyance. Alright, Rodrigo, we
0: are now into our number four.
2: What do you have for your number four?
1: Uh, my number four is... Uh, immediate consequences for eating certain things. Mm. (laughs) Oh, It used to be, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm sure I've talked about it on this show and on every show because it's something that influences my life a lot. I suffer from frequent migraines and usually migraines come with a sort of warning period and stuff. And if you eat something that triggers it, you can kind of start to feel that it's going to happen. So I've always dealt with that. But... Um, more and more if i eat something that might trigger acid reflux it's not like i eat something and then later that night i get acid reflux or something that you know just doesn't uh jive with my stomach it's not like later on i start feeling bad it's like i eat something and like immediately just immediately hmm. it feels like um you know like those like pachinko things that are like falling you know down the like the <laughs> pegs that's what it yeah that's what it feels like going going through my uh digestive system so yeah definitely i I guess i guess really it's maybe like a a a decreased tolerance for you know maybe rich or spicy or whatever foods but the way that i that way that it feels to me is that now just like the bad things that were going to happen to me later just happen immediately
0: yeah you need to uh go back and look at the culturally insensitive alka-seltzer commercials from back in Uh the 70s because the way you describe it really feels like the guy sitting on the uh, edge of his bed going, I shouldn't have ate that. And uh, <laughs>
2: That's a spicy
0: meatball. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say that, Matthew, because I said culturally insensitive uh, commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but thank you. Thank
2: oh, you, I thought thank you were talking that. about Speedy.
0: No, no, I was uh, talking about... Speedy is very
2: offensive, too. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, okay, uh, very good, Rodrigo. Uh, my number four actually happened uh, today. It's not... it? it uh, I guess the best way I can describe it is... Uh, polite ways of suggesting you're old, but maybe that, I mean, and the person didn't really intend it to be that way, but I was telling a story about something that happened in my life. And at the end of this class, uh, the student was like, you know, you have a lot of experiences. And I'm like, well, yes, because number one, I'm twice your age. Uh, and so uh, you should be having lots of experiences between the time that you're, your age and my age. So yes, a lot of experience and a lot of experiences happen. As you get older, which uh, not, is not necessarily a bad thing, but people pointing it out constantly kind of becomes a little bit annoying. <laughs> so a lot of experiences is my number four. Matthew, mm-hmm. what do you have for your number four? See, that's
2: a selling point for me.
0: I mean, it um, kind of is. I kind of, you know, I knew sure. it, it, she meant it in a uh, very like, wow, uh, you you know, you're like fascinating and you have a lot of things to share. And I like listening to this. But then on mm-hmm. the other hand, I was like, oh, no, that's kind of a an insult that. I've said to older people, too, that it's like, oh, yeah, when I'm trying to say that, yeah, you're ancient kind of stuff. So like Ron, uh, our friend Ron from college, he's at least a decade older than us. And uh, I point that out to him about all of his experiences that he's had. And then he knows I'm I'm giving him a hard time. So Ron is also an
2: internally young sprite. Yes, he Um, is. (laughs) My number four is very similar to but not exactly the same as Rodrigo, but it comes from that same place. Um, because now that I am the age that I am, and I don't care, I'll tell you, I'm 51. Um, what? Really? That's old. I have a pulmonologist, I have a cardiologist, and I have a gastroenterologist. These are part of my care team, and my gastroenterologist sent me to a weight management doctor, so I also have a bariatricist, whatever that is, but I they have been altering... Yeah, I've been altering what I eat Uh, initially because my digestive system was basically, you know, setting off the San Francisco fire. But more importantly, because, you know, there's going to come a point when I'm like, okay, fine, I can be skinny. But I feel like the most annoying part about the whole thing uh, is not the occasional pain. Or like the pressure that feels like you're going to die. Or the fact that, you know, it's like, hey, this feels just like a heart attack. Let's let's Google that. Ah, crap. It's the fact that I now have an opinion about artificial sweetener. Um, when I go, I go to the donkeys. Uh, dunk, you know donkeys. Uh, they got the donkey donuts. Yeah, they're out in the game. field. I walk past a couple yeah. of them every day. You go... <laughs> My child is a barista, so we get coffee a lot. And sometimes you have to go to the donkeys because the other places are too far away. So I go through and I make sure that I order my mocha with three cream and three equal. It's got to be equal because the sweet and low tastes weird and it reminds me of my childhood in the seventies. But so why can't the, you have
0: regular sugar and instead of your, stuff? You're I can't replacing it's it. It's not with. that I
2: can't. I'm replacing it because I'm trying to lower my intake of complex carbs and sugar. Uh, okay. So, All right. So I'm trying, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm down like 65 pounds, but here's the thing. That means that now people will say, oh, is sweet and low. Okay. And I'm like, no. Hmm. And that just annoys me. Cause I remember when I was a kid, old people being like, well, this meat is only choice. I only eat prime. And I'm like, really? But now I'm sitting here going, no, you must bring me equal. Send the people out into the fields. To forge the cane that will make the yeah, you know, it's just it's horrible, and I feel like one of those people. But more importantly, you know, if it, it just doesn't taste right, if I don't, so I don't know. I feel like I'm getting opinionated about things that just don't matter, and it's annoying. And that's my number four. <laughs> All right, opinionated about things that don't matter. Okay,
0: yeah, uh, Rodrigo. What do you have for your number three?
1: Uh, my number three is. Um... I guess probably the best way to put it is that uh, you have to think a lot more about what you reference, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, sure. Because when you're talking to people that are younger than you, things that are, you know, absolutely formative, basic, like structural references to you might not be to them, right? Right. Nobody knows what
2: Jawsome means anymore.
1: Yeah, nobody knows what Johnson means anymore. There are people that just never saw Jay Leno on TV. Hey, there's right? people just who don't like,
0: know what VHS is. So
1: yeah, just like when I was, you know, coming up and was a young buck or whatever, people would reference Johnny Carson, and I'd be like, I've never seen a single episode of the uh, of Johnny Carson. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I'm pretty good about absorbing media and stuff like that. So eventually, I kind of grew in like all directions as far as that so like i have a um i have a co-worker who's much older than me um and you know he's like yeah uh, you know about ricky nelson and i'm like yeah 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 i do know who ricky nelson is okay we can talk about this you know otherwise i spend a lot of time on my phone because the reference you know something will will be watching tv something will happen and he'll be like oh this reminds me of this and i have no reference for that Or he very often watches, like, old sitcoms uh, on TV. And we watch TV because we take care of our client who is also watching the TV. So we'll watch old sitcoms sometimes. And I'll be like, I had no idea, just no idea that this show even existed. You know, and, like, I know that that's what I'm like to kids now or to, like, (laughs) younger adults. Like, if I say something like, yeah, it's like... like I. at least the, the Fresh Prince is, like, back on, like, VH, or what is it, uh, MTV2, mm-hmm, and, right. like, probably Nick at Night, or whatever, if that's even still a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, there's just, like, so many things that, to me, are just completely basic. Like, not to mention just, like, world events, right? Like, you can talk oh, to yeah. a lot of people now who weren't alive when, you know, in September 11, 2001. Mm-hmm. It's just, like... You know, it's just like a completely different set of references, and I have to either learn them or just resign myself to the fact that I'm not watching another season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure just so I can talk to you.
0: Yeah. No, uh, that has uh, happened a lot uh, recently for me. I mean, every year I get a new batch of kids, well, and they're always yeah, the same deal, age, and I get you older. Deal
1: exclusively, yeah, with very young
0: people. Yeah, but this year mm-hmm. was really weird because... Um, my youngest son, he's in middle school now. So all of you who are listening, who've been listening since uh, my oldest was a, a young child, yeah, now who's feeling old, huh? Uh, <laughs> Podcast constantly reminding you you're getting old, huh? Um but uh he had an assignment and it was uh and I believe it was worded this way. Ask your grandparents or your parents what they remember about September 11th. And I was like Oof. And it's and it, and then I was like, why would you ask your grandparents? I mean, I guess you could ask your grandparents if you wanted to do it. And then it struck me as like, oh wait a minute, some of these kids have parents who were still that young, you yeah, know? Some uh, of these were these not kids that were born like after
1: the, the kids of like millennials. Yeah, oh.
0: that's weird and that's scary. And uh, of course, um, it was a couple of years ago, about two or three years ago, we had my first batch of kids born after uh, September 11th, and it's weird yeah. because I'll make a reference to something about you know, DVD player or a Blu-ray player. And they kind of look at me like, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. I mean, they understand the Blu-ray, but when I talk about DVD and SD, they're kind of like, I don't, I don't know what that is. And it's really weird. So yeah, no, I I dig that Rodrigo. I can, I can sympathize with your, with your aged plight. Yeah. Which brings me to my number three, which is a curse upon all of you who are young. (laughs) Uh, when I was a young lad, I used oh, to sit there. Guy. I used to sit there on the TV, and when the AARP commercials came on, I would go, "Ah, look at them old people trying to get discounts to the to the whatcha it's and trying to vote for uh, their own causes." Ah, man, I'm never going to be uh, that old, mainly because in the '80s we all thought we we're going to die from a nuclear disaster, which you know I'm still not ruling out in this day and age. But it's all coming back. I know, right? Uh, but I was like, okay, the soonest I'm ever going to hear from AARP is like when I'm 55 because everybody retires at 65 and the American Association of Retired People have really no business contacting you before your retirement age. Oh, no. Ding dong. When you turn 40. Hey, have you considered joining AARP? It's never too soon to join AARP. So you think that you're not going to hear from AARP until you're much older, but you're going to hear from AARP way sooner than you ever thought you would. So <laughs> that is annoying, uh, but it's also a curse to all you youngins. Uh Rodrigo, you're—I'm uh, not saying you're getting up there in age, but you're getting close to the big four-zero. And yeah. uh, and uh, I will uh, please please alert us all when your first AARP card oh, comes in the my, mail.
1: Oh my card, like I've, no no no, I, I've not, been not like contacted. your membership
0: card, but just like the card saying, "Hey, have you heard about AARP? Let us tell I've, you about I've what been, we got."
1: I've been getting that since probably since my since I. Turned thirty. Oh my I've gosh! Started, they've started sending me stuff. Oh it's my like, gosh. well, you know, yeah, it's, it's like no ARP just for retired people. too But it's in, I don't in know their it name. Worked, yeah. but, but it's no, not business. anymore. That's not yeah. their name.
2: They, they no longer just ARP. doesn't stand for anything. They're just ARP. Oh, that's even worse. ARP.
0: arp Anyway, ARP ARP. Uh, there's really no reason to join ARP. They're just stealing your your uh, dwindling uh, retirement paychecks. Money. Yeah. So there you go. And so there's my number three. Car insurance. AARP contacts you sooner than you think. Matthew, what do you have for
2: your number three? My number three actually probably took me longer than it should have um, in that I have almost miraculously been relatively healthy, even though, you know, I have been massively overweight my entire life. And so as a general rule, I'm not a big believer in like, I sure do want to take some pills to the point where sometimes, you know, the wife will be like, you should take some painkillers. I'm like, ah, And it's not like I'm super tough. It's like, I just don't want to feel pills. Um, But a couple of years ago, about the time that, you know, my stomach uh, lit itself on fire and burned to the ground, I started having to take medication in the morning and then medication in the evening. And for a while, uh, four pills a day, one every six hours. And I finally had to go and get my number three annoyance, a pill organizer, because (laughs) You know, every day, if if you get up and you have to take, you take, you know, two Oblixa and a soma and two adrenochrome, you take an ephemeral every third day and a riddle out in the morning. But then every morning, you got to have your Gleamanex. You know, you've got all this stuff that you have to do to the point where literally in the morning, I wake up, I take two pills, I go to work, I do my thing, I come home, I take five pills with dinner. And if I literally, if I don't put them in their little cases that go Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I will forget. Sometimes I forget when they're in there and I'll be like, What the is it? Do
0: you have but, a uh, do you have a double do you have a double row or do you have two
2: separate uh weekly containers? Have, I have five individual containers with four things. So it's like Monday has four spaces in case you need it, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then they're like they're all in a nice
1: little case I stole from my wife. But um you know, some pharmacies will Put your pills into blister packs yeah um that's what we use for our clients our clients get their medicines and because you don't ever know who's going to be on shift everything's right. blister packed and labeled so yeah. that could potentially help yeah <laughs> i'm fine i used you
0: know, to i used to do a pill container i don't anymore it was just like eh i uh, still need to be uh make sure that my grip is strong enough to undo the pill bottle and shake that thing out into my hand and Oh, I was just got a little
2: flippy switch now, but yeah, my wife actually has one with three subsections, uh, seven days across, with multiple little subheaders. So, like, you can oh, take the pills you in know the morning, what? And the pills in the evening, it's like they have a it's thing so now. Weird.
0: This is something that you might want to check out. They have these. Uh, it's a. It's probably expensive. So yeah, you probably won't. But um, <laughs> it's like this um, automatic pill dispenser where, of course, you load it up on your days and the times that you need it. And then you just mm-hmm. take your little dispenser cup and put it underneath there, and it knows what you're supposed to have on those certain days, and it just dispenses those pills right into your little cup, and away you go. It's, it's pretty how, cool.
1: how old do
2: you think I am? I no, literally... no, this
0: <laughs> is for – I mean, you d- pour your pills into the machine the, and set it for mm-hmm. the, the way you want it, and it just dis- some... – that's this some cool
1: stuff. Craziness this is the future This is the future we were promised. Yeah. Like that's, some, true. that's some Jetson stuff. Yeah, it is.
2: I was promised a flying car and a well, robot back. We're getting, the vacuum, getting closer you know. there. I've got a Roomba. <laughs> so we're halfway there. How's it do
0: on the stairs? Uh, it does okay. It yeah. goes, <laughs> uh, I'm not going downstairs. I don't do stairs. Beep, boop, boop, boop. And then I have I don't to get do out stairs
1: there. Or windows.
0: Then I have to get out the little hand vac and just do it myself in about five minutes. And boom, it's done. And the rest of the house is clean. Because the Roomba upstairs and the Roomba downstairs are taking care of business.
1: Uh Uh-oh, they're multiplying.
0: They're multiplying. Uh, Rodrigo, I think we are now, what, to our number twos? Yeah. Is that where we are at? Yep. All right. What do you have for your number two?
1: Uh, My number two is something that has really always been true, uh, but gets a lot worse the older you get. And that is that you can get hurt sleeping. <laughs> um it's it's yep. not that you know as a kid it never happened to me that I just slept in a weird position and then maybe my lower back hurt for like one day right and maybe not even the whole day but nowadays if i sleep in a slightly different position i will have neck pain for a month like all it takes is one bad night and i yep. will be you know something gets pinched or something and I'll be dealing with that for a long time. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I there's a problem for me because I sleep on my side. I think if I could train myself to sleep on my back, yeah. Uh, I probably wouldn't have this issue, but because I sleep on my side, that's just asking for it, right? Mm-hmm. Incidentally, I think also depending on what side you sleep on, that's also asking for the aforementioned uh, acid gastrointestinal yeah, acid reflux oh, stuff. Yeah. There's so a,
0: well, there's a whole bunch of YouTube videos that'll tell side. you why you're sleeping on your left side is the wrong side, and why you're sleeping on your right side is the wrong side.
2: So Tell yeah, so yeah. those so, people to shut up. Yeah, they can I do know. whatever they want. I just don't listen to them. Yeah. If, I, your, if I'm not suspended across up. four pillows, like King Kong being dragged away from skull Island, I literally wake oh. up the next morning and I'm like broken in half. It's just, Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Awful. Yeah, it's just, plus probably, you know. plus probably at your age, Rodrigo, you've probably
0: swallowed uh, the maximum amount of spiders that you can swallow. And so now yeah. all the rest of them are just like cursing you in the middle right. of the night. They're just saying, and, the, well, and that's why you the, have yeah. a sore neck.
1: Yeah, but they're all like, yeah, he's full up. He's full up. Here's the thing. We can always talk about things that suck about getting older. Here's like, just as a brief thing, here are some things that I am like very glad that are, that I still got. I have really excellent hair. Mm, Um, My teeth are okay. Um, And I think that's largely because of all the protein I get from eating all those spiders overnight.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right, I'm going to bring it down just a little bit. My number two, it's probably the mm. saddest one on my list. Mm. All your friends are dying. Aww. That yeah, is the sad thing. that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it's like when it first happened, it was like, well, this person was already in poor health and he was already 20 years old, older than me anyway. And so when he went, yeah, that was sad. And then someone uh, of our age, uh, my age, who I started college with, he passed away. And I was like, oh, that's that's sad, too. And then just like more and more recently it's just like hey everybody just to let you know so and so your high school friend or your college friend or your worker friend from five years ago or that person uh has passed away and it's just the un uh inevitable sad truth that uh, yeah. all your friends are dying and i say this today on the day that angela lansbury has passed and uh yeah all your friends are
1: dying do you who ever do we math math who we all used to work with back in uh Back in a radio station in Kansas, we did. Yeah, Angela
2: Lansbury and I, we had a shift that we did. I I always do the math in my head. So Angela Lansbury is 94. So I've got like forty three good years left. But lately, it seems like the the math comes up negative. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I have have negative fourteen years.
1: Matthew, as as hardcore as you are, you need to stop comparing yourself to Kurt Cobain. That's no. It's just no (laughs) longer healthy.
2: I know it was was really weird, though. A couple of years ago, a friend of mine who's younger that I knew from high school passed away. Mm -hmm. And I went to call somebody that we knew in common only to find that he had also passed away. Oh, and I was like, oh, my God, when did he pass away? He'd apparently passed away like several months before her. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm old. I'm so depressed. And the car was still playing Stairway to Heaven. Well, that's the thing. This is the guy who drove the car that I fell off of <laughs> after Teen Wolf.
0: <laughs> what do you again? uh That is an antique reference. A, a, yep. a reference oh, no one's going to get. So teen Wolf ancient. is not. No, that's the so like, old. Look, look, what, is, oh man! Like speaking of it, is so Michael J. Fox. There's the a
1: whole day. other. Yeah. There's a whole other Teen Wolf that. Oh yeah, gonna that's gonna get
0: right. I forgot about.
2: about that. I forgot. About yeah, with Tyler Hecklin. That, that. that yeah. came and went. went. That's
1: already old. My
2: references have always been out of sync and I just don't care. I make the reference. You either get it, you don't get it and we move on. So, you know,
0: yeah. Uh, so speaking of moving on, what is your number two, Matthew? Please tell me your number two is uh, annoyances with your number two.
2: No, <laughs> that actually, I don't really have a problem with. Again, I have a gastroenterologist. My number two is not quite as existentially sad as yours, but for me, the type of person that I am, it's, Very much a cause for regret and sadness. And my number two is when you want to help somebody, you might even try to help, but you can't for one reason or another. Either they're like, say, give me an example of uh, trying to help. Like you're trying to offer some sage advice, or you're trying to help them move a a couch. You have a teenager. You have a teenager, and they're driving the car, and you go, you know, if you make sure that you stop where you can see the back tires touch the road. And they're like, yeah, I get it, old man. Yep. Or like, you know, there. In, in my workplace, I'm one of the younger ones. Um, I'm not the youngest in my workplace, but I'm among the youngest, which means that a lot of the people there kind of view me as a young, smart guy, like a, a tech-savvy duder because I know how to right-click and control V. But you get to a point where you want to help somebody. And, you know, I don't, I don't usually talk about job stuff, but for like five years before this – I was a literal team manager. I was managing and teaching and coaching. And so I still do that. And in this job, I'm also apparently the official trainer, which gets me no actual trainer money or trainer credentials or anything, but I'm the official trainer and I try to help people. You know, I try to let them know this is why this happens, or even something simple like we have a splitter. A phone splitter that you plug in so that when you have a trainee, you plug the splitter into the phone, it splits, everybody can plug in two headsets, and you can all listen, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to explain to somebody how that splitter works and how you organize it, I do the way I was taught by you know TV engineers years ago. You look at the water, and you watch it flow downhill. So you find the end that is single, and you watch that water flow, and when it splits, you know that you've got the ends that go to the headsets. People are just like, what? I don't know. No, I'm trying sure. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help and it just you can't or they won't listen or worse, I already tried it your way and it doesn't work for me. Well, I mean, okay, that's fine. But it, it, there's there's that point of when you're old you want things done your way, not necessarily because it's right, but because it's your way. Mm, yeah. And I try I not to be that guy. Yeah. But I also want to tell people the reason why I do it this way is so that you don't have the problem you just had. I was in a, a God help me. I was in a doctor's office. the you, other day. I was going to say you have uh, passed that point where um, I think we've talked about it before
0: on one of our other shows oh, where God. you've passed that point on, where old. you are old enough where people just kind of look at you and they just placate you because they're old, but they have no real intention <laughs> of listening to you. You've, I don't you've, think you've crossed that you've crossed that line, that yeah, Wilford Brimley line,
2: man. whatever it's called. The Cocoon Line,
1: <laughs> the Cocoon, the Wilford line.
2: Brimley line. <laughs> Wilford yeah. Brimley was a frightening figure until the day he died. And I every once in a while, he'll pop up on. T- no, Wilford Brimley died. And think, he'll pop up on TV and he'd be like, beat us," and I'd be like, "Ah."
0: But no, know, he just, died in he died in twenty twenty.
2: Man, talk about a time that uh, bro. time forgot. Bro, oh, yeah, I didn't forget. Just you forgot. Anyway, pushing buttons, doing the thing i'm frustrated i just want to help yeah people no longer listen to you because you've passed the Wilfred brimley line yep well mm-hmm. you you've never listened to me i mean we've we've been doing this
1: that's for different reasons yeah yeah there's a like it's like i'm like <laughs> yeah. my my siblings don't disrespect me because i'm old they disrespect me because they grew up with me <laughs>
0: yeah. all right we have reached the top of our charts Everybody is sitting there listening, nodding their heads. And for those of you, hello, future people, you've now reached a certain age where you've discovered us. Hopefully are, we're still around. Uh, at least the show is we probably have passed on. But now you're suddenly starting to realize we were right the entire time. Um, hello, and so future now,
1: anthropologists.
0: Yes. <laughs> Here we are with our number one. Rodrigo, what do you have?
1: Uh, my number one, I think, is going to be Real, really relatable for for a lot of people, for you guys and and for listeners too. Uh, so it's basically uh, like my top annoyance about getting older is I think we're like. You have to move to a new town Town when the neighbors start to realize you're not aging. And also the people that people keep disappearing <laughs> under mysterious circumstances around your house. Yeah. Right. And you, yeah. you, you have, have to, to keep go hiding away that and come back five years yeah. later. Right. As right. As you have injury. to come back as your, son, yeah. as your own son. Yeah. It's right, just so, yeah. like, what do you do in the in the interim? Right. It's just like, it's so worst? annoying. Um, yeah. Especially because especially if you have, you know, special requirements that you need of a new house, like an immensely deep basement that taps into the sewer so that you can, uh, you know, move around comfortably while attached to the ceiling. Right. Um just, you know, where do you find that stuff? Where do you find that stuff today at a reasonable price? Basically yeah. impossible. You have to em- empty your ancient coffers of uh, Spanish doubloons just yeah. to just to make ends meet. So, yeah, that's my number one.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's, that's terrible.
0: Uh, my number one is uh, that I'm just tired. Uh, just tired. It used to be that I could stay up, and this wasn't that long ago. Uh, it used to be that I could stay up till two in the morning without a problem. There was a time when sure. I could stay up, and this was when I was in my thirties, where I could stay up until three, four o'clock in the morning, go to sleep for two hours, get up at six, and have a full productive day, and do that, you know, six days a week. Uh, but uh, as time has crept on, that uh, counter has moved back to if I'm not in bed by midnight, I am worthless the next day. So, well, uh, well yeah. Stephen.
1: I have good news for you. What's that? Most of the time, uh, medically speaking, as you mm-hmm. get older, you start requiring less sleep. Oh, so really? So there that, you go. That's gonna, that is going to turn back around. You're going to get to a point where you're like going to bed at nine and you're going oh. to wake up at like... Yeah, no, that's get, that's get a, must already be happening because uh,
0: already three times in the last two weeks, two weeks, man, a week and a half, uh, you know, I'll go to bed. It's a reasonable time, 1130, whatever. Uh, I'll wake up at three o'clock and it's just like doom to doom to doom to doom. I can't go back to sleep, but I don't want to get up and go do exercise because only werewolves and vampires are out at three in the morning doing exercise. Uh, so I better just stay here in bed. And then at five o'clock I doze back off and 20 minutes later, the alarm goes off. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm slowly, uh, shifting back into the old method of sleep where you go to bed at nine, you sleep for a few Mm -hmm. hours, you get up, you have, uh, uh, a uh, second dinners, uh, sit around and chat by the fire, uh, talk to your mm-hmm. friends, maybe go out to yeah. uh, the bar and grab a drink. Then you come back and take your second sleep. So
1: but talk yes. about, talk about the nice young man that just moved into town. Yeah. The mm-hmm. spitting yeah. image of his father. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 The, uh, Rodrigo Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. the third, I can't remember which
1: sharpen your, sharpen the your fifth. pitchforks.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll, we'll all get there. So yes, my number one is just getting more tired as I age, but fortunately my doctor and I are working on that. And we're doing some concoctions and some different things. And I do feel that energy it's coming right. back. Some Good.
2: melatonin in the morning and no. some uh-huh. eggs in the no. afternoon.
0: No way. No way, man. We're doing it all natural. All well,
1: natural. Melatonin is natural. It's literally in your brain.
2: Yeah.
0: Literally I'm not all eating brains. chemicals are
2: natural. That's that's literally where they come from. Yeah,
0: no, it's more exercise, more
2: sunshine, lollipops. I mean, that's fair.
1: Sure, sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But that's my number one. <laughs> Matthew, what do you have for your number one? Exercise. My number one may be the saddest thing in my life. Um, and I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I don't think it's just me, but I feel like uh, people of, of our certain age have dealt with this in a way that, you know, previous generations certainly have. But I think it's come differently and it came around to us. And my number one is emblemized by a story that I shall tell you. I have an 8-year-old or an 18-year-old. Good God. I have a kid. My kid is 18 now. And my kid and I were talking. You have an adult child. (laughs) Shut up. Next (laughs) thing you tell me, they're going off to school. No. Bad. Okay. So, had this child. And we were talking. And I'm like, what are you going to do when you're 75 and I'm like 103 and showing up on your doorstep and just you know, hanging out. And they were like, uh, I figure we'll watch TV or something. And I'm like, good. And you should know um, I have a cute nickname. Uh the, the child has a couple of cute nicknames, but one of them is Hoppy, uh, for Hoppy the Marvel Bunny. And uh, I said, you know that when you're 90 and I'm 135, I'm still going to be calling you Hoppy. And they just laughed and said, I'm so happy you said that, because that means you may grow up to be a good old person. And the discussion then turned to that thing where, you know, they say that you get more, you get more conservative as you age. Yep. And I feel like, uh, and I don't think it's unique, but I feel like uh, the generation Xers kind of had a point where we were born and everything was horrible and then things started to get better. And for a while they started to get good and then they started to suck again. And then they started to get really good and then, for some reason, and I don't know if it's me, I don't know if it's the world, I don't know if it's just the you know the cyclical nature of reality, and you know everything is just a, an endless display of food and sex and sustenance, and we're all just spinning towards an acropolis. And in that case, it's not our fault. But I feel like watching people lose their empathy makes me feel older than anything else. Seeing somebody scream at a stranger, or abuse you know a service worker or what happens a lot at work opine that those people whoever those people may be deserved whatever they got you know somebody the other day was talking about a recent um, storm that had injured people and their response in public on a live thing was i don't care they're stupid you know if they didn't get out of the way it's their own dang fault and i'm like "Really?" because you and I stood on a porch and watched a tornado go right over us in 1989. You cannot yeah. tell me that those people are any smarter or dumber than we were. And it's just, it's so frustrating and it's so crushing to me to see people, you know, someone has legitimate reasons for, well, I don't care. There's this reason why I don't believe. Her. Right. You
1: know, whatever it is, I like think nobody, it's, it's a thing of like, not, uh, you see someone behave in a way That is not the way you would behave. Yeah. And rather than say, I wonder what circumstances brought that person to that behavior. People just say like, well, this person is bad and, and, and this person is stupid and they should, they should die. And I'm like, Uh,
0: I don't know. uh, I don't know if I agree with you that as you get more, uh, as you get older, you have less empathy. I'm not sure I, I agree with you on that. Uh, I do know that as you get older, you do get more conservative, or you tend to get a, a, a tad more conservative. They, I, they say, I, say that honestly, people on the
2: whole get more conservative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I,
0: point I, I would probably say that when you're younger, uh, because we see this with my high schooler now, again, everybody who's listening and remember when he was born and we had those discussions, welcome to mm-hmm. Oldsville, Um that, you know, when you are that that high school age and up to about probably 30, 35, when you finally hit that tipping point, um, you think that you know it all. So in that sense that you know it all, then everybody needs to, I think, um, listen to you more. And probably in that mindset and in that age group, you probably don't realize that your peers already didn't have the empathy. But mm-hmm. it's just now that you're older. And they've passed that Wilford Brimley line. Um now you're starting to see that, oh no, they've not been empathetic the entire time.
1: And it's because and it's because they were empathetic to you, because they knew right. you yeah, yeah, and right. they thought of you as a person. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And that
2: that's the frustrating part because I I really do, and I don't know, you know, if it's just growing up the weird way that I did, or you know, I think it may be partly a side effect of my job. I talk to literally thousands of people yeah. over the course of a week. But I try to understand the perspective. I try to think, hey, why is this person like this?
0: I think you you should probably do some deep introspection. I mean,
1: it's it's both. It's both things. You know, you got to think about yourself and and how you act and the things that you do. And you got to think, what are the things that get people to do what they do? And it's exhausting. It's exhausting to extend that empathy to everyone. It is. It's very tiring. It's much easier to put up walls and be like, well, yeah. I don't care what happens to the people from this country, because I'm not from that country, and in right. my own country, I don't care to what happens to the people of this economic uh, echelon, because I'm not in that economic group, so mm-hmm. it doesn't matter mm-hmm. to me. But the fact of the matter is that it does, because it's all related, and approaching it with empathy at least gets you thinking about, um, yeah, about how you have more in common with with a lot of the people that you that would be very easy to to ignore mm-hmm, um, yeah, you have more mm-hmm. in common with them that you do with celebrities or rich people or or mm-hmm. politicians who are the ones that we tend to try to relate to because they're blasted at us through the media constantly
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: there you go ladies and gentlemen uh, top five annoyances about getting old doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are I'm sure you have some thoughts as you move from 18 to 21 or 30 to 45 or whatever it may be. Uh, Why don't you hop over to our major spoilers discord, jump into the top five channel and share your top five annoyances about getting old. It could be that uh, you're, you know, uh, uh, the amount that you pay for gas is much higher than it was uh, when you were a young uh, lad of, uh, you know, 2020. Um, you know, whatever it may be, jump over into our Major Spoilers Discord server. Get into, it's totally free, by the way, get into mm-hmm. the uh, Top 5 channel and share your thoughts. Everybody's interested in your thoughts because we have the most awesome people in the planet uh, inside of our Discord server. Um, it's a big infinite space, so we can fit all of you in there. There's plenty of room and it's super welcoming. Yep. Get over there, share your Top 5. We want to read your Top 5. Everybody else will want to read your Top 5. Why? because everybody loves a list, and we will talk with you soon.
2: This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.